here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast, the podcast for all things nerd. I am your host, Sean, and I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Wakanda Forever, Sam. Wow, Sam. Uh... I got nothing prepared to, to add to that, so I'll just uh, I'll let let that fly. John. Jean Mappel, Chris. Oh, someone's going fancy. In light of the Tour de France. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Yes. So uh, we we have a uh, we always say this, but we have a light episode for you tonight. Um, we have a. a Few things in news to talk about, but uh, the meat and potatoes, the, the main portion of this is uh, going to be a draft on what we consider dad movies. Um, that, that is most what most of this episode is, but we have a few things to uh, deal with beforehand. So let's jump right into that. Um, really quickly, some news. Uh, the Mandalorian season two officially has a premiere date. October 30th, uh, before they originally saying sometime in October 2020. And uh, it, it's officially now. <laughs> and they October choose the latest freaking date to do it. Oh yeah. Right. Could have been Halloween. It's Halloween, but you know, Halloween is you know, also yeah. important. Well, it's, it, it's the last Friday of the month they chose. Um, but with this, with The Mandalorian, I guess they literally wrapped filming like a couple days before the pandemic. Like, the pandemic lockdown. Yeah, they so, wrapped in like February. Yeah, like it was like day like they finished everything, not including like CGI and whatnot, but they finished everything else like filming. Like I think it was like two or three days before the lockdown. And it's, they didn't need any reshoots so, or anything. So yeah, so it, it it worked out. Um, good for them. Yeah, no, like, and I'm ex- I'm excited. I mean, think about it. We're we're about two months away. Yeah, can I ask you guys something? Yeah. How is it possible the Mandalorian comes out next month? Like, what? Right? <laughs> like, well, I think they knew before they even aired the first season that the second season was getting done. Well, so, But didn't the first season happen, I don't know, like three weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> it's It was uh, almost a year ago, right? It was yeah, October. Yeah. November, yeah. 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 So it's basically a year to the day for the premiere. Oh, wait. So what you're saying is we're actually going to get one season per year again? Because, yeah. you know, we got off that bandwagon with Stranger Things, you know, three-year gaps. Yeah, yeah. Westworld has five-year gaps. and you know, right. Westworld, yeah. a twice-decadely show. <laughs> twice a decade. Probably a better way to put that. Yeah, dude. Mandalorian coming back. I mean... That's like a real show. Like, I, the That's problem is, is like, there's going to be so few. So, you know, with the lockdowns and everything, we've been burning what's already sort of built in, you know, like post production is relatively easy to do, um, stuff like that. But we're actually going to get to a point, and maybe movies is what floats us over the, the TV hump here. But there's just going to be nothing until like the second half of like next year for like TV yeah. shows. 
Yeah. It sucks. I mean, there's shows that I I was watching before the pandemic that once the pandemic hit, they're like seven episodes into the season and they just stopped because they couldn't continue. All the all the CW shows, they couldn't finish the seasons. Yeah. Or the Arrowverse, they couldn't finish their seasons. They had to cut it all. Like, oh man, it, it's been brutal. Like trying to find like I used to log on to Hulu and find like a different show to watch every so often, like that aired a day or two before. And I'm just running out of shows to watch at this point that are like current shows to watch. You gotta go back some classics, man. Like just fucking yeah. knockouts of NYPD blue. <laughs> I Big do Bang have, Theory. I do have the most. Don't say Big Bang Theory. I uh, did it all thirteen seasons. Why seasons. did you do that? Because I actually like the show. Oh God! And we stopped watching it about four years ago. So. Oh God. What? And, I like the show. It's. Oh, it's very so, fitting. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh God. Anyways, we'll talk about that another time. Um, yes. But yeah, no, great news, Mandalorian coming back. Um, gonna be might be an interesting couple months here. Who knows? Uh, I don't think anybody's expecting it. I mean, to do well at the Emmys, like very cool that it was nominated. But you never know. Yeah, I don't so, think it'll win anything. Well, I mean, the only thing is though, you know, what Game of Thrones kind of taught us, and a lot of those Game of Thrones series at the end, like the last, not even the last season, but like the two or three before that. Show kind of had declined in quality. Certainly, the other things, to me at least, were better on TV. But it still won because everybody watched it. So who knows? Yeah, that's true. So do we do we have like a cast for the uh, second season? Anybody oh. coming on? Uh, I mean, everybody is basically reoccurring. Um, you do have Rosario Dawson is coming back. What well, coming back is going to be portraying the first live action appearance of Ahsoka Tano. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Uh, Tamura Morrison is coming on to play someone, though it's been heavily hinted that it's possibly going to be Boba Fett. But, I wonder who. I mean, like, who could he play right? in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I mean, the guy who played, well, I guess he never really played Boba Fett, but who played Jango Fett? He voiced right. him in the DVDs. What DVDs? The DVD release of the original trilogy, he dubbed over the lines. Fuck him, dude. I mean, not him. Fuck George yeah. Lucas. No, but like that's the only thing I'm like, yeah, whatever. It didn't take away. Like, no. I it didn't I'm take like, away, but like, why? Why are you wasting my time with this crap? No, it, it's of everything he's done to the original trilogy. That is definitely not the worst thing. It's probably one of the like. Of the list, I would say that's on the good side. It and it's very few that are there. Yeah, it is shocking how... Um, yeah, I mean, that's actually like not that insulting. But... <laughs> yeah, so keep, keep, uh, keep tweaking, George. Keep tweaking. <laughs> the reason why I bring up the cast is that like I'm kind of depressed Werner Herzog is dead. So I don't get just insane line reads anymore. Yeah. Although, uh, what's his, uh, was it Giancarlo, uh, or however you say it. Who's that? The Moff, uh, Carlo Esposito. That's his name. He, uh, he teased that there's going to be some lightsaber action in this season. So, uh, 
That's something to look forward to. Uh, there's, there's, there's only one thing you look forward to in this movie, and that's just the clan. Yoda. No, just the the. Well, I guess it could be different for everybody, but like the the Mandalorian clan is what I look forward to the most. Just delve into that. Do a deep I dive. Back now. Just yeah, like back. I got a back now. He's he has. We didn't see all of his weapons, but they're so much cooler than in any of the movies so oh, far. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just real. I'm trying to I try to remember the line, but just like. In the final episode, when Werner Herzog just says, uh, now let us enjoy our libations to celebrate the close of our uh, collective narrative. That's exactly how he said it, Sam. Of course, that's exactly how he said it. <laughs> and it doesn't bother me at all that you remember the most ridiculous <laughs> lines of the whole that, TV show. That was amazing. Like, <laughs> that line was amazing. <laughs> just to hear that said in a dry German accent but also in Star Wars <laughs> do, you, do you think he ad-libbed that line? <laughs> I hope I dream <laughs> that that the camera was just rolling and right. he was he was just saying that because it's the final episode it was like the final scene he was shooting so it was just like <laughs> Now let us enjoy our libations uh, to celebrate our collective uh, end of our collective narrative. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, that's going to be uh, that's October thirtieth. So that's something to look forward to. Um, does anybody else have any other news before we dive into a couple things? No. No. All right. Um, so, really quick, Chris. I Are we staying Clone in Star Wars? Wars? I finished Clone Wars, so staying with uh, Star Wars. I finally finished the final season of Let Clone Wars. Let me guess, you had to watch them all in a row. Uh, I think I broke it up. So, I, I finished The Bad Batch a while ago, that story arc, which is cool. It's getting its own spinoff. I'm okay with that. Whatever. And then I started watching Ahsoka Tano's thing with, like, the two sisters. Yep. I struggled with that. That was, a little, that was a little tough to get through. That took a couple. Once the show caught up to episode three, fantastic. Yeah, right? <laughs> My God, fantastic. The best, that was the best fight scene in all of Clone like, Wars, all including the all the originals. Versus the Mandalorians. The, what like, was it? Fight, the, the fight in, uh, against the Mandalorians. Um, no, the fight against Darth Maul. Oh, the oh lightsaber uh, battle. That was that was by far the best fight I've seen in that you whole know, series. Did the mocap for that? Yeah, I I couldn't tell you. Ray Park. No. Darth Maul himself. Wow. He did motion capture for it. it. You know what? He still got. He still got it. Like, he still has it. <laughs> like, I've, seen, it I, I've brought it up on the podcast, but there's a video of him at a comic con, and somebody gives him like a staff, and he just goes like goes crazy with it. And it's like, yeah, he he still he still has it. Like, he still yeah. is Darth Maul. Like, it's amazing. And I wish they would have brought him back instead of weird CGI Darth Maul and Solo. You know what was great was I didn't I didn't know they went that far into Episode Three. I, as the show was going on, I kept checking the time. 
because I saw the thing and, and they're like, we just got our orders and, you know, Captain, I think it was Captain Rex, right? Who was ha- yeah. kind of having, he was having issues with it and you could tell, but I just kept looking. I'm like, there's still 20 minutes left. I mean, are they really going that far? Oh, wait, they just released the order. Oh, wait, they're actually going to kill her. Oh, wait, you know, yeah, I was, I was thoroughly shocked that they actually went that far into it. Because I thought it would just cut off at some point before then. Like, we all know what happens with this. I, but I do like how Rex went with Ahsoka Tono. Yeah. When Anakin and Obi-Wan went to Coruscant to fight Grievous. Because mm. that explains why he's not in Episode 3. Like, uh, Rex. Yeah, yeah, Cody Commander is, not Rex. Is in episode 3, but Rex is not. But the 501st is technically in the uh, Episode 3. But you don't have Rex because yeah. he split the 501st in half. And you know what's great is the fact that they kept him alive and he remembers everything. And spoiler here, I think Morrison is playing Captain Rex. <laughs> I don't think he's playing Boba Fett anymore. I think no, he's it, Yeah. So and so I'm that was so my excited. that was my next question. I'm so in, excited that it's in, probably gonna be Rex. And you're confirmed and you're confirmed that this is all canon. What the Clone Wars TV series this this year? Yes, and then all of Mandalorian is canon. Yes, so it is all uh, canon. It, it is considered canon too. How did it get to the point? It, it, we all know the answer, but how the hell did it get to the point where TV shows for Star Wars are better than the movies? <laughs> I don't know. It's sad. Um, but at the end of this season, especially the Darth Maul. Ahsoka Tono fight. I was rooting for Snips. Yeah. Really was. And which is weird because when we were first introduced to uh to her, like I hated her in the Clone Wars movie. I did not oh, like yeah. her. Oh, yeah. And then like throughout the story and how her character progresses at the end, I'm like, go, Ahsoka, go. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted her to, to win. I didn't want her to die in uh during Order sixty six, so. and I never and I never expected to want to have either Cody or Rex, you know, or Fives or whoever. I never expected them to actually be with us still in the end. But I'm happy that they, you know, I'm happy that they did. I never expected it, so it kind of caught me by surprise. But I liked it a lot. And like yeah. you said, he might be coming back. So I, I really think I. I mean, I, I feel like he could also he could play Boba Fett as well, but I think there's a strong reason. There's a there's an age gap at some point. I, oh, I understand. There's well, because there's an age gap, there's a better chance of him playing Boba Fett than there is well, Rex, because we, Rex is older than Boba Fett. We could do the, yeah, I guess we could do the. But it would make more sense. Age gap and everything. Bono is in Mandalorian season two. There's a, a makes more sense that Rex would be there because they walked off, so they're together now. Yeah, so it would be what twenty some odd years later. About twenty five years. Yeah. Something like that. Twenty five, thirty. Yeah, so they'd be forties. Rex would probably be in his forties or fifties. Yeah, but he if also he, if he went he, into... he, I don't know how the aging of clones goes. I don't know if it's progressed just in childhood or if it's into adulthood. And these are questions I shouldn't be asking. But hey, they're out there. Look, I'm just—we're done talking about this. Yeah, this, no, this, it, this show. I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised. 
phenomenal ending. I wish it wasn't over based on how it ended. Right. I would love the two, the like tales of those two trying to find the yeah. lost Jedi's or something. That would be great. I too. Like that. I, I'm very invested in both those characters at the end. And yeah. I, at the beginning of all this, I didn't think I was going to be. At, at this point, I'm just a sucker for any Star Wars that isn't the main story arc. <laughs> so. All right. I'm glad you finally um, watched it. Yes, I'm. I'm glad I finally watched it as well. Um, all right, really quick. Sticking with Disney Plus, short little movie review for me. Uh, I watched uh, the one and only Ivan on Disney Plus. It is a live action movie star uh, about a gorilla and a bunch of other circus animals that live in a mall, and they dream of being freed. It is based on a book, which is based on a true story. Um, it stars Sam Rockwell, Angelina Jolie, Brian Cranston, um, amongst others. Uh, Danny DeVito plays the dog. Uh, but, it you know, it, it's just about a bunch of animals trying to escape and have a better life for themselves. And I wasn't expecting too much out of this, but it, it really was a nice heartwarming kind of movie. You know what the ending's going to be because you know he's not going to live for the rest of his life in a mall trapped in a cage because why would they make that movie? So obviously he's going to get out. Um, but yeah, it's it's there's a very nice happy ending at the end and the end credits roll with the real story of Ivan and what happened with him with real pictures of him. And I mean, it like for what it was, it was a nice heartwarming movie wasn't the best movie I saw this year, but sadly it's probably in the top tier because I haven't seen a lot of good movies this year. Um, so I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, you know, it's, it's, it's for, for on demand movie, like immediately on demand movie. It wasn't bad and easily a good family movie to watch. Honestly, that was a quick review. Wasn't it? It was. It was. You're welcome, everyone. Um, (laughs) Well, before we get to the draft, I do have some news. Oh, okay. Um, Yesterday, I went to a movie theater. Holy crap. And saw Tenet. Oh, my God. And since there's no chance any of you see this within the next year, (laughs) would you like my review? Yes, I'll take your review. Okay. It is. Uh, it's a cool movie. Uh, would have liked to understand it, though. (laughs) Okay. Here's pretty much the deal with Tenet. This is Christopher Nolan's, uh, James Bond movie, if he were ever to make one. This is what it would be like. Um, and, you know, this is, I'm gonna come out right and say it, not anywhere close to him at his best. Though, there are parts of it, like, there's some action scenes that are really cool, like look great. Um, you know, I legitimately thought there was a Hans Zimmer score because it sounded so much like him. I guess it's not. He's um, working on Dune, I guess, which sidebar they had the trailer teaser for. Not a teaser trailer, a like somehow a minute 30 that was just showing you parts of a trailer of a trailer for a movie. <laughs> that looked great, by the way. But we'll we'll leave well, that. We'll for talk about when the trailer drops. Yeah, yeah. Or exactly. the teaser drops. 
Yeah, very excited on that one. Anyway, um, okay, here's here's the thing with Tenet. It would already be, and I don't think I'm giving anything away. Um, I'm gonna go trailer deep in the in my spoilers here to say that it's probably a movie with components of moving backwards, time travel, that sort of shtick, right? I think we all who have seen the trailer, we yeah. know. You're not shooting the bullets, you're catching them. Right. So a movie like that is already going to be kind of confusing or is going to be a challenging follow, to say the least. I mean, you know, Back to the Future takes great lengths to explain itself, all that. And obviously this movie does too. Um, the thing is, though, is there's about, I don't know, a 20... 25-minute stretch of, like, only, like, expository, like, uh, conversations between uh, John David Washington and his CIA handler and Michael Caine and this Indian lady and this physicist. And it's like, and these are all separate scenes. Um, and they throw a lot at you. Here's the thing. I can catch a lot. I usually, like, I'm not the one who's like, I didn't understand this movie. Um, I did not understand this movie though. And <laughs> part of the problem is that a lot of what in look, I'm not even saying I didn't understand understand the mechanisms in which it operated. I mean, I don't understand what exactly they were after or why or how or any of that stuff because an obscenely larger amount of the movie, the dialogue of which is inaudible. Okay. Intelligible. I was, was going to ask that. So it's been trending a lot on like Twitter and, and whatnot that like half the people that have seen this cannot hear what's going on. Right. And it's very specific things that are not otherwise like they say it and move on and build off of that. It's not as if they are explain it or show you or whatever. It's all told. So that really compounds the problem. And it's just, it's mixing. It's like there's scenes where people are talking through walkie-talkies and it's just lost. Like, and it's, 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 it's I just, I just can't tell what it is. Like, I, I, I have no idea. Like, there's a moment, and I don't think this is a spoiler to say Kenneth Branagh is the bad guy. And if you can guess, if it's, if this is Christopher Nolan's James Bond movie, Sam, what do you think the bad guy does at one point to the protagonist? Uh, explains, at, explains his evil plan. Right, exactly. And, like, explains the sort of, there's this, like, paradox that's sort of at the root of it, of, of what's going on. And he explains it. I'm pretty sure he does. I have no idea what he said, though. <laughs> I legitimately left the movie without understanding the, the why or the how. I mean, in the why, too, all the characters are very, very, like, Sam, let me tell you, if you thought Dunkirk provided characters that were far too rich and distracting from the action scene, <laughs> you will love Tenet. <laughs> because this is a movie of plot in which people are involved. And not that, you know, any of these movies ever have to be character studies, but like, I mean, Inception, like you understood Leo has a deal to him. Like it's not super complicated. It's not, you know, yeah. a bunch of layers, but you know, at the very least, you need to know why they're there. Like, right. why are they doing the things that they are doing? Yeah, and I mean, you know, the the protagonist, who's, by the way, his his name, not to spoil it, is also the protagonist. Um, which, okay. 
Um, not that they ever really make anything of that. It's just, you know, it's self-referential and, um, anyway, he, he, for lack, I mean, he has really no name. That's, you know, not that that really has any point to it either, but look, this is, this is essentially what the movie does is there's about an hour and a half that is very, even for him, I mean, not even for him, you know, it's just very flat. Like it doesn't, it's like, why? Like we're going through all these motions and there's some cool stuff to look at. Um, and you know, look, I think all the acting is good. I just don't think they have like anything to work with. Um, but then the movie, you know, does what he does of, you know, sort of make a turn, um, which in this case, well, I don't want to spoil it, but anyway, the sort of second half of the movie to me, while, it was a little bit more easier, not even necessarily to follow, but just more rewarding. Um, and I'll kind of leave it, I guess, at that. I mean, look, I don't want to be the guy to be like, is this a movie worth getting out of your house for to go see? <laughs> if you're comfortable, go. If you're not, don't. But, you know, this isn't great. Although, frankly, it's probably best seen in a theater for whatever it's worth. It's a great theater-going experience. And, like, you understand the big picture. It's just to – if we were to do a deep discussion of a plot, I would have no idea why things happen. But everything, everything that happened is very familiar nonetheless. It's like <coughs> – excuse me. You don't know where you're going, but you're not exactly lost. But – I still feel like it's lesser than, and I have no, you know, better understanding or like, I don't know what the movie was about. Like, was it, it was a movie like in service of seeing people walk, like move backwards. Like I really, I don't, frankly, the why of like why this movie is kind of just crazy, but you know, he crashes a plane into a hangar. So that, that was interesting. That looked great. But, you know, other than, um, yeah, I'd be very interested to see. It's a very, ironically, I mean, it is a very discussable movie, but, um, you know, I don't want to spoil it because did this, no movie, did this movie have to come out now? Did it like have to come out? I don't think any movie has to come out now, but yeah. it's not like this is the thing to say, you know, like, oh, Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that this came out. This is the this is the thing people need right now. Well, I mean, Christopher Nolan was pushing to get this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of COVID. Cinema. Right. Did it? Hard to say. Um, I was. I think it technically comes out today. Mine was like an early access. To be fair, I went because I knew no one was going to be there. <laughs> like, and it was essentially myself and like a father and son who are on the diametrically like opposite side of the movie theater. Like I sat like back row sort of like in a corner and they were like, you know, stadium style down in front. Mm. So yeah, man. Uh, Is this movie going to crash and burn in the box office? I don't even know what, you know, that would even constitute in a pandemic, you know, to be a success, to not be a success. Yeah. I feel like if this came out in the summer, I mean, look, this is a $250 movie. That means they have to clear half a bill to break even, essentially, the way it works. Well, do you think that, I mean, the only thing I can think of them actually doing that is re-releasing next year. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, it's, it needs to get good reviews to in order to actually be able to re-release, though. But here's here's the thing. On top of that, nothing's coming out until I mean, what Wonder Woman, and that's November. Maybe. Yeah, we don't even know. So this is going to. I mean, it's going to be a big fish in a small pond for a long time. Um, you know, a, a sense of urgency isn't. You know, la- lacking a sense of urgency isn't necessarily the best thing to dr- drive people to the to the screen, but. The movies, I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody's going to go to the theaters Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you're supposed to have your mask on. I'm gonna, not going to lie. I, I had mine on, but I wasn't in front of my face. Um, <laughs> but no one else is in the movie theater. So. Yeah, three people in the theater. Yeah, that, I, I justify that. If I'm outside, we're in an area where I can be more than six feet away from people, or even, like, in an area where I'm by myself, there's no one within like 10 feet and I'm not moving. Yeah, yeah. I can take it off. Cause I mean, the whole point of it is you're the, the mask is you're not trying to infect other people. Right. It's not to protect you. So like it, there's no one around. Why are you going to wear the mask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean like in my theater going experience, if it was at 10 or 20% capacity even, which is already, you know, pretty low. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know if I would feel exactly the same way, but it was like a ghost town going in there. It was, it was wild. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna give it uh, a seven point two. All right. <laughs> so sorry, just, I just giggle at that. Yeah. I know how much you love Christopher Nolan. Just to. Uh, it's pretty flawed, but it is. A, I mean, like, it's not. If you were to watch it, you wouldn't regret it. That sounds visually interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a like I said, it's a cool movie. I just wish you know I could understand it. <laughs> well, to to go off of the sound thing, I guess for the past few movies, Christopher Nolan has been the sound mixing guy. Like he's taken over that job in his movies. Yeah. So obviously, we had the problems with Bane um, right. in Dark Knight Rises, where they actually went out of their way. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the the air the scene when he's in the yeah. airplane was um, it was shown before something I forget what it was, but they showed that like in the IMAX previews. Um, this movie in IMAX would probably be great. Just I mean, you know, no, no, it'd be a good one to see in IMAX. It wouldn't make it a great movie. There is like a five percent chance this is actually a great movie. By the way, it's probably not. I mean, it's ninety five percent probably not. But like, I don't know. Maybe in time, I'll understand it. In, in more ways than one. Um, yeah, so you started there with Bane in Dark Knight Rises. Then in Dunkirk, again, Tom Hardy, you really can't understand him, but he's just, like, flying around, and he's, like... like they don't really need to know what he's saying. You kind of right. pick up on it. He's not explaining the concept of the Germans to you. <laughs> no, but the fact that he's making a four-and-a-half-minute turn to come up behind somebody, you want to hear something. Right. Although, but then you see him do it. So, like, uh, I can't get yeah. myself to watch Dunkirk again, John. It's tough. Um, but then there's Interstellar, where like the music was the dialogue. Oh, oh my god, that movie was so bad with that. It was very yeah. It was. I it never was, had a movie be ruined because of sound and music, which is sad more than because that soundtrack is phenomenal. It's it's not bad, but it became awful no, after watching the movie. I I love that soundtrack. Interstellar soundtrack is a great soundtrack. What is the what is the problem they have? Because it is a good soundtrack. It's just it's, it's overpowering loud. at times, and it like plays loudly over people talking. And yeah. 
It's not. You it's, know, you know, I found that at the very end of Dark Knight, when yeah. uh, Gordon's giving his speech. Yeah, the music picks up, and then I, I remember sitting in the theater being like, "What? He's the hero. Yeah. What? He's <laughs> the hero. What? Yeah, no. It, uh, it's but, it's like, it's almost to the point where Christopher Nolan's getting into. I don't want to say he's getting into, but he's dipping his toes in the George Lucas water, where he's becoming too much of a hands-on, behind-the-scenes guy yeah, in the editing process. Like a professional, like somebody who actually understands sound. Yeah. take over that role um but it sounds like he's just been like obsessed with that portion of his movies that he has to do it and he's not very good at it we'll, like we'll if this that. yeah you know i think there's been a tendency of like the loud action movie being like oh always like nominated for an oscar for a sound mixing or whatever if this is that that category is like a legit joke because <laughs> it like it's not good and I didn't think really Dunkirk was that bad. Like, I think Dunkirk was pretty good. It's like, I just couldn't, like, Tom Hardy at times is like, what? Like, no. You know, Tom, Tom Hardy's also in, L, in L, you know, like, you can't understand him half the time in anything anymore anyway. Right. Yeah. Just watch Venom. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a tough one. Oh, man. Can't wait for that sequel. Oh, I'm glad somebody saw Tenet, though. Yeah. Right. If there was one person to see it. The, the last movie we see in theaters this year. Who knows? Maybe not. Uh, who knows? Who knows? If I have, I don't know. I would have to take a day off to to go. I'm Damn. not going on a weekend. There's no way I'm going on the weekend. I, don't I, know I just if I could do it. Just I totally drag I I thought um, I was like I, because I brought up Venom. I was like, wait, Venom's coming out this October, isn't it? And then I looked it up. It's like, no, it's been pushed back till June of next year. Wait, Venom. Yarn. The Venom Two. Let there be. Oh, carnage. Venom Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Andy Circus is directing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, all right. So seven point two, that's not bad. Uh, that that actually is probably brings up his average, right? Well uh kind of. That's his third best movie of the year. Uh so far. <laughs> that um yeah. That's yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> everything is everything is screwed up this year. My highest rating is an eight point five, where it's typically it's a nine three or something at Which this point. Which is a Netflix original movie. Get you gave an eight point five, right? Just just not that. No, that's like, a, that's not fine. That it's a bad movie. I I gave it a like a seven one, but like the fact that it was a Netflix movie is the your highest ranking movie so far this year is kind of sad because we haven't seen many in the theaters. Yeah, but it's also a Netflix movie where the studio itself has produced Oscar-worthy and winning pictures. So that's true. That's true. Valid. All right. Do you want to hop right into this uh, this game, John? You, it's your game, so you have to. You can describe it. Well, it's just you know, it's just a really, it's a draft of dad movies. Um, so what we're gonna do is pick essentially. What what did we come to six? Yeah, uh, because hockey's going on right now, so it's yeah. five players and a goalie, as Chris described it. Okay, how many lines are we just okay? Just um, yeah. <laughs> so this, yeah. So we're gonna pick six. We're not gonna get super convoluted in like rules or what is what is not. I think the only thing we're gonna say is that if you have a certain franchise that you select from, you can't have multiple movies from that franchise, though someone else can pick right. 
movie yeah. from that. Yeah. So um, we should probably explain in general what a dad movie is for those who may not know. Fair enough. And I think part of it too is, you know, the winner here is kind of like not who has the best list of movies that are dad movies. It's who has the best list of dad movies. So, you know, you could say Miss Congeniality is a dad movie and they'll just be a poor scoring, you know, dad movie. But anything that you pick can be a dad movie. Mm. But, but, but it, a just in general, what a dad movie is when we're referring to that, it is a movie that a dad would be into. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to star somebody who does it portrays have to a dad. Or... It doesn't necessarily have to be about, about a dad or about fatherhood or anything like that. But it's a movie where you can see a dad being like really into that movie. Like a dad comes up to you and is like, I re totally recommend this movie. Yeah. Right. Like if there was a singular dad movie that came out in 2019 it would be ford versus ferrari yes yeah uh -huh. yeah so you know the sort of the sort of movie you know and we can get into this a little bit more too of like what's a dad movie to us because it, it, the, the definition can definitely be a little tweaked but there's a certain certain vibe to it that uh Anyway, we're, we're going to do a snake draft here. So uh, why, I, I have a suggestion. Why don't we start with the only one of us who is a dad? We had an order set. We had, we had an order set. Uh, screw you, Sam. But, but I, will, I, will say, I will say, being the only dad here, I have taken into account that I'm looking at it from a my dad perspective instead of my daughter's perspective, who is, you know, Toy Story 3, 4, you know. Right, Frozen. Movies, yeah, the only movies you've really watched with your daughter are the ones that she <laughs> wants to watch. So. Yeah. So I, I did take that. Into all right. So yeah. the order that we're doing a snake draft. The order is uh, we went with how many how many movies we have seen this year. So the order is going me, Chris, John, then Sam. But luckily, because it's a snake draft, Sam, you get two picks in a row. So that that's like the kind of the bonus there. Um, all right. So my first movie that I'm throwing out there is a surprise movie for dads because it's a comic book movie. Road to Perdition. <laughs> I saw that one. It is I based mean, on a DC comic book. There is nothing more dad than Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just so let's see. There's four of us. We're gonna make six picks. There's 24 movies total. What's your over under right now <laughs> of Tom of movies that Tom Hanks is in? Um, five. I'll yeah. I'll I'll say over under. It would be five. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna go. I'm going over. I think I'm going over five. I'd say I was gonna say over under six. So I'll take the over. All right, I'm going to go under. Okay. Sam? I'll take the over. But yes, Tom Hanks is almost, you know, the poster boy for dad movies. Uh, yeah. Loser, by the way, Loser has to watch Trolls World Tour. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never agreed to that. But. Yeah, drop that ball on us now. After the first take is already made. It's on Hulu. Anyways, 
All right, so Road to, uh, to Perdition, Tom Hanks, based on a comic book movie. But also, it's what, like, it takes place in the early 1900s kind of thing. It's kind of a gangster movie. It is about fatherhood. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to throw that one out there. I, Chris, I think it's an underrated one that, like, I feel like people forget. Like, Daniel Craig's in that movie. Yeah, yeah. and it has a great all... soundtrack. Great soundtrack. So, so I think you're going to get a good variety here too, because our dads are very different from each other. It's true. Um, so you're probably going to get a little bit, a little bit more on the spectrum of certain types of movies. But I'm going to, I'm going to play a uh, smart pick here because I know John's thinking about this franchise. I'm going to go with Clear and Present Danger. Okay, yeah, he's laughing. Yeah, he's laughing because he knows. He knows. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> Clear present danger. Harrison Ford is is probably the number two dad guy. Yeah, number two, right behind uh, Tom Hanks. So never been in go... together, huh? What's that? Tom Hanks and, and Harrison Ford never been in a movie together. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You're right, but uh, I mean, you get a you get a pretty good cast with the clear and present danger. So, but you hit the the Ryan verse, which we will talk about when the new movie comes out, right? Yeah, uh, without remorse, uh, coming out in February, possibly. Full disclosure: I started reading the Riot Verse again to prepare for that episode. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll check one out. What do you have a book that from that that's like stands out, or is that the best book? To, like, if I were to pick one to start. Well, you don't don't do uh, Hunt for Red October. I know we're getting off track here, but don't do Red October. Don't do Patriot Games. Um. You could probably do the next one, which is uh, Cardinal of the Kremlin. Okay. And then once you get that, it's Clear and Present Danger, Some of All Fears. They made all those movies. So I think uh, Dead of Honor and Executive Order is pretty good, too. All right. I, try, I tried Dead of Honor, but anyway, we're getting a walk track here. Uh, yeah, so that's obviously from the Jack Ryan series, uh, which maybe, maybe, maybe I'll come up. Clear and Present Danger is a good pick, though. All right, I'm going to go, because I just feel like this one's going to be off the board pretty quick. Apollo 13. Oh, yes. So two things here. It's got the Tom Hanks multiplier. It's got the space multiplier. It's like, you know, although that's technically in the 70s, right? Yeah. yeah. The 70s. Period piece. There's a lot going on. Howard directed. Ron Howard directed. Yeah, Ron Howard directed. Gary Sinise is in it. It feels like that's... Ed Harris. Kevin Bacon. Ed Harris is not like a Tom Hanks, um, Harrison Ford level, but he's like, if Ed Harris is in it, it's... it's oh, yeah. Dads love Ed Harris for yeah. some reason. Ed, Ed Harris, maybe. Hey, don't. Like, I, he's dad great. guy, but he's not right now. No, but like, like, I don't know why. I, like, he's good. But like, why do dads all love him? Like, no, yeah, dude, no idea. Like, I don't get it. But hey, it happens. <laughs> All right. I gotta, I gotta ask a question. Well, maybe I'll wait till Sam goes here. But right. are we looking at it as like these are like the six best, or like if there was like a slate of movies you had to watch all through, would that be the one to watch? Because like I don't want to pick exactly the same kind of movie over and over again. Though they are all dad movies. They're you know all dad I mean? movies. So it does. It for me, it doesn't matter. I, mine is kind of like a mix, hodgepodge kind of. Yeah. Looping. Yeah, I, I kind of just 
trying to think of dad movies. I think as I get, I think what have I walked into my dad watching, and I've actually sat down and watched the rest of it with him. All right. And when you think about when you think about some of this list, it, it, it makes sense. Sam, you've got two picks now. I got two picks. So the first one is not necessarily a movie I think is good, but I'm picking this. <laughs> I, I'm picking this because a lot of new dads nowadays, this is, I have a feeling, going to become a new dad movie. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. 300. <laughs> Ooh, that's, all, that's all as your first pick. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's a that's, that's a weird first pick, well, right? I got no, I got but that's, that's Snyder movie in the first fucking round of dad movies. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's not wrong though. Yeah, like, like when you think about it, he's not. It's an action movie. It's a comic book movie. Well, it's like, a fighting movie. Dad's just tired from a week of work. It's Saturday afternoon. He sits down. It's on TNT. Puts it on. No, I'm with you, Sam. I'm with you. I yeah. can see it. <laughs> and uh, what's your second pick? Should I go with my second pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, safe one. All right. And uh, go with a good old Tom Hanks one, Saving Private Ryan. All right. It's a good call. It's a good they, call, but it's I, it's also I like I got two picks. I go. I got a, a yeah. safe pick and a risky pick. I'm I'm surprised 300 didn't come out in like the third or fourth round. I'm surprised you went that quick with 300. Yeah. Like try knocking something else off on your list, but then again, Sam does have like 14 movies on his list. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan is a very safe pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even then, it's a it's a dad movie, yes, but it's also like a sad dad movie. Yes. Right. Sometimes dad needs to cry. All right. Yeah, but they usually want to cry at, at fun and interesting things, right? Because there are some on this list, I'm sure, that are making make dads cry that when they're happy. All right. all right. And I feel like if you had, if we ever were like imposing categories, like this is like a baseball team, you have to choose certain positions or like subgenres. War movie would for sure be one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my Harrison Ford movie now. <laughs> and I'm going to take The Fugitive. Oh, come on. That's the second one. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, So far, you've taken two out of my list. We should have made it. You can only have one Tom Hanks and one Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> Actually, we we could still make that rule. He still could. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. super. <laughs> That'll Sam, make things a little harder, but all right, Chris, you're up. Actually, my list doesn't have that. Wow, so I, I'm, I good. I I, have, I'm good. I'm good. My list that I picked out does not have Harrison Ford. So all right, so this is my uh, my DH or my well, he's probably my second second. Hitter on the on the roster here, um, quite possibly. This, if we're doing the hockey analogy, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. How this started as hockey, and now we're going into baseball. Yeah. So, it, what's the center? The center for hockey. So, um, <laughs> the quest was John Claude Van Damme. Wow. Hey. Wow. Have you guys seen that? No. no. Really? 
Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's okay. You, you'll have to. It's it's really the easiest movie to watch, but it's just it's a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's a Van Damme, and it's a fight movie. It's it's a guy who goes abroad, and he's like an American representative for a fighter, and it's just karate and all this other stuff. It's it's it's, it's literally like any other freaking Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, but it's freaking great. We're, ta- we're talking about hockey, and you don't go with the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie about hockey. Yeah, Southern <laughs> Death. Yeah, that's a classic. All right. No, I'm... Uh... I completely forgot in Sudden Death, he's, he dressed up as a goalie, too. Yeah, and what team does uh, is involved? Woo. Sam's Penguins. Oh, uh, wow. All right, I'm taking this one really quickly off the board because it's my turn again. Um, it's a Kevin Costner classic. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the it's Postman. The Postman. It's Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's oh. a great... That's a second round pick. Holy shit! Yeah, like Wait, I'm what was what was better the post round? What was better, the Postman or Field of Dreams? I've never Field seen the Dreams. Is by far the best and most dad movie because it's literally about a full grown son who is now a dad having a catch with his dead father. But the it's movie doesn't Sean have to be about his dad. Doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to, but it is. It's I, I, you got I. I Respect it for what it is, but I very much dislike that movie. So that, that, that's fine, but it's, it's still a dad movie. Um, Chris just hates America. It's okay. <laughs> it's baseball is the most boring sport in the states right now. I can't sit down and watch a movie about it. All right. Um, I, I, my next movie. Summer uh, Catch. No. <laughs> um. Wait. Every you dad. Picked, you already picked one. Uh Snake draft, Sam. Oh, right, yeah. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let's wait until he draws an S and then figures out how an S backwards works. No, I I know. It's just, man. (laughs) Anyways, so my next movie, every dad has gone through this. This is like, if your dad cannot relate to this movie, he's not actually a dad. But it's National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, my God. The good pick. Yeah. This is, I mean, Sean, you got a great slate. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Road to Perdition as a one. And honestly, I think both of those are probably better than Road to Perdition as a one. I agree. But I needed to throw out a Tom Hanks really quick. Yeah. So what, what National Lampoon's did you pick? Vacation. Vacation? The original. I, I actually am choosing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All right, all right. It, no, it, it I, is I, like you. It is like you said. It is yeah. the most relatable movie to any generation of parent because the dad always goes through those issues, whether on a vacation or whether <laughs> setting up Christmas lights or having family over yep. for the holidays. Yeah, it's a solid pick. Solid pick. Oh yeah, cross Okay. All right, John. Um. Hmm. All right, I'm going to go with, I did not make a list, even though I told everybody to make a list. For a few also, days in a row. I'm also going to go with a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And my Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Because Dad wants to cry sometimes. <laughs> All right. 
that's the movie like dad's Jimmy like Stewart, insisting we watch. Jimmy Stewart is definitely like an old dad's kind of actor. He, like he's the he pre Tom Hanks. Yeah, he was Tom Hanks before Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's the proto Tom Hanks. Yes, I I hundred percent agree. All right, so Sam, you get two picks. I get two picks. All right. Um, I'm gonna go first pick. Movie about fatherhood. Uh, Big Fish. Damn you. Oh, good one. Yeah. And uh, one of, uh, I think, Tim Burton's best movies. I agree. That's why it was on my list. God damn you. And uh, I'm just going to give a little shout out to my dad. It's probably only my dad would. uh, No, no. You're stealing another one from me. Say it. Say it. Double, double indemnity? Oh, no, thank God. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to pick another one, so I'm going to... Okay. If one of you says 2001 is Space Odyssey, I'm going to flip my mind. <laughs> I'm going to sign off right now and leave. But I went with I mean, double not, indemnity. Not I went with double indemnity. If you don't know what that is, it is a 1940s film noir movie that like really touches my dad because it's about insurance. And he worked his entire life in insurance. <laughs> yes, yes. And this movie, like, slightly makes insurance cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, like, terribly, but, like, kind of. It's, like, about murder and, like, <laughs> you know, guys shacking up a, with this lady. So. As a claims adjuster, he dealt with on a daily basis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's got James Cagney in it. You know. Fred McMurray. Got, got a little he's got a little man in him. <laughs> All right. John. Um okay. I'm gonna go with You know, I know we didn't say Tom. You can only have one Tom Hanks. I'm gonna hold myself to that rule, though. Yeah, gonna say Forrest Gump, but nah, I'm gonna take that out. All right. Um, you know what? I got, I got, I got to go with it one at some point. I'm gonna go with. No, you know what? For the dad element alone, Patriot Games. Oh fuck! But that's a oh fuck it though. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Another Tom Clancy classic. Right. Also a Harrison Ford movie when I just right. saw Yeah. So you have two Harrison Fords now. Alright, whatever. You'll pay the luxury tax. That 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 hurts the overall score. <laughs> okay. Alright, Chris. Alright, I'm gonna get my sports movie out of the way. Oh. Rudy. Yep. I don't need to explain it. Everybody knows the story. Everybody knows Rudy. Yep. Everyone knows Sam Wise Gamgees in that movie. Um, all right. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm like looking at my list. I'm like, I only have three left. Crap. Crap. Anyways. Um, so I'll go with two of these. First one, because apparently dads are the only one who likes the ocean, the ocean and period pieces about the ocean. And for some reason, no one liked this movie. Dude, I just watched this. It was, it's so good. What? Point break? What do you say? What do you say? Master and Commander. It's so Ooh, fucking it, good. It is have, a good movie. I have to go back and watch that movie. I remember really enjoying that movie. 
It's on Hulu. It, yeah, it's on Hulu, and I think it's on. Just it's Prime. like sailing movies are hard to make because right. like how do you make a movie about a bunch of guys on a ship for like a, a couple years? <laughs> but here's here's the thing with Master Commander that no one but Sam and I know because once again, like this is a dad movie. But Master and Commander is based on a series of books that I'm pretty sure were only made for our dad. Because I think he's the only one who's ever bought these books and has ever read all, like, 30 of them. Like, it's like, it's like a knockoff Horatio Hornblower. Yeah. It's like, it's not even Horatio Hornblower. It's, like, knockoff Horatio Hornblower. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going Master and Commander. because That's a good movie. Dad's for it's, long. It's, it's a Master, long movie, though. It's Master Commander, Far Side of the World. It's right, two because the series of books is Master and Commander, and it was supposed well, to start. The first one oh. was Master and Commander. The second one was Far Side of the World, and so they just mashed oh, them. Oh, they mashed them, too? Because it was supposed to start that, ser- that series, but it didn't work. In Far Side of the World, the ship they're chasing is an American privateer. Right. Because it's starting no, I can't do that. <laughs> that like final ship battle in that movie was spectacular. Oh yeah, yeah. Like especially I, I, to get the hand to hand combat. Well, it's stuff. just I think the way it was choreographed and filmed, I think it was just spectacular because like it's just chaos on a twenty five foot wide vessel, mm. and you're just you're jumping down and just like underneath bags of rope and stuff. You have a little kid sticking a pistol out at you. I mean, it's just. <laughs> right. Know. I think part of it is like you go into a movie like that, and you know, this is Russell Crowe coming off of Gladiator and some other stuff. Oddly, we haven't have we had a Russell Crowe movie before this. No, yeah. we have not. That's interesting. Um, anyway, so yeah, so there's been you're thinking it's gonna be like, a, I don't know, you gotta go in being like, this is a boat movie, this is a sea movie, yeah. Not not the letter C, the, you know, <laughs> body of water. The big blue wet thing. Right. To, to quote Muppets Treasure Island. Probably <laughs> a solid C movie. The second best ocean movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then for my fifth overall pick, uh, this is a little bit of a stretch, but I feel like older dads are really into this because they, they understand and they remember. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory Peck. All right. Oh, your list was so good. You get you get some bonus points there because of the, uh, you know, he is a father. Yeah. But... You don't think that's a dad movie? There's I... better. There's other classics I would have gone with. First. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Wow. So much hate on TKM. Uh, I, I think if you're going to go like classic old, well, even then, Dr. Strangelove is. But it's. Pretty how? Okay. Newer. It's newer. Yeah, it's newer. To, to Kill a Mockingbird is. It's very old. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not very old. Gregory, Gregory Peck was around. It was just. It was black and white. <laughs> but like, it's not very old. What was it? What was the. But Sean, the movie taught us to look beyond black and white. <laughs> what is right, I just want to look at this. Uh, what was that movie? 1962. 
Yeah, so like that's not that old. I think that's the same year uh, Strange Love came out. In fact, it might be a year older than Strange Love. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to look at the. Yeah, 1962 film. 1964. Yeah. So, Chris, uh, it... you're up next, bud. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we're, we're kind of getting into the, not the repeats, but the same vein as the action movies. Lethal Weapon 2 with the Germans. South Africans. South Africans, I'm sorry, South Africans. <laughs> What's the South Australia? The Cougar Rand, the Cougar Rands. South Africa is the Germany of Africa. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you though. They treat them like they're Nazis. Yeah, they really <laughs> have exactly a, like a Aryan nation type thing. Yeah. All right, John. All right. I don't know how controversial this is gonna be. Oh. Because I feel like, is this a dad movie or is this just a movie? I'm gonna go with Shawshank Redemption. I've heard a lot of people call it a dad movie, but I don't know why. I I'd say it's more of a movie. Yeah. Than a dad movie. I think it's though it's I think what, what would separate it to me is that it's the movie that your dad would end up just watching for two hours on a Saturday afternoon. Because it's on TNT. I guess. I guess, but I, I've never I I've never actually sat down and watched Shawshank Redemption. You've never seen it? No, I have seen it all in full. Okay. Multiple times. It's just I've never actually sat down and watched it on a weekend when I had nothing to do. I always wanted to find something better. It was just weird. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, it's a good movie, and I understand a lot of people saying it's the greatest movie ever. And like, yeah, it's a good movie. I don't know. There's just nothing there for me. Like, I've seen it and I don't really have to rewatch it because it's like, it's not like it brings something new to the table every time I watch it. And it's a long movie. It is a bit too overlong. I think that's probably the main criticism you can give it is it's a bit too overlong. Yeah. All right, Sam, your final two picks. Final two picks. Um, that screw it. This is. Solid dad movie right here. Uh, right stuff. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris. Got Ed Harris in it. Space. It's got space. It's got... 70s. It's got, well, six, you know, 60s and 70s. You know, it's got... Uh, well, it's 60s. It doesn't actually get to the 70s. It doesn't get to the 70s? No. No. But, you know, it's got a uh, random narration by someone with a Texan accent. <laughs> Solid dad movie thing right there. Huh. Okay. And uh what should I go with my last pick? I know this is this is tough. Your final pick. Like this is the cherry on top. This has to like tie it all together, make it all make sense. All right, you know what? I'm going to lean into my dad for a bit here. I'm going to go with Sam. Come on, your last the double identity right stuff. Like, how else? Where else can you go? 
<laughs> I know, I know, but I have a bunch on here that's more newer that I kind of have to explain, and I'm just what like... What are you going to cry to the Yankees? Like, what else is there? <laughs> I got, like, two here that I can go with my dad. <laughs> Three, actually. Four. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Same as the one who has 14 originally on his list. Right. Uh, but you know what? I'll I'll go with the newer ones. So newer. I will go with Green Book. Ooh. <laughs> That's a uh... wow. Okay. Don't hate it, but that's okay. Listen, I, I don't think it's that great of a movie, but like that is so a dad movie. Sam, your list is very, like, you got Saving Private, like, it's very up and down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One, um, my last one is uh, going to be, you know, about a, a topic that, you know, dads, once they get to a certain age, uh, can't help but possibly fall under of, you know, among other things, kids these days. And um, a movie that definitely personifies this very much. Not just because of the title. But I'm going to go with uh, No Country for Old Men. All right. That's an IMDb TV. Sorry, it's on my list to watch. So Uh, Never seen that? No, you keep telling me about it, and I put it on my list, and... The thing is, I I can I can play it, but I want to focus on it. I don't want to just play it and listen to it, you know. So, all right. Well, uh, have you seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, it's also it's also like a top, like probably top three or five my favorites. But anyway, it's it's one of those movies for me where like I know it's a good movie. I know it's like damn near a great movie. It just never clicked for me. Yeah. Fair enough. It's like I will I will not badmouth that movie. It's it's me, not you movie. It's me. <laughs> All right. I'm um I'm gonna go off my list here because my list is Oh, you go off menu. Yeah, I'm going off menu because Sam Secret gave me menu. the idea. You know, I'm gonna go with the newer movies because I don't really have anything from two thousand on or yeah, to probably nineteen ninety seven or on. I mean, I was trying to just avoid picking movies my dad watches. <laughs> yeah, well, that that I can't help that. Um, I was. I'm gonna to go with. I think. I think one of the next dad movies, probably for when I'm maybe 10, 15 years older, is going to be Iron Man. Yeah. The original, the first Iron Man. It's yeah. It's I, it, it's kind of just well rounded, and. Like I can see kids liking that movie with their dad, and you know, like I could see dad sitting there watching Tony Stark and be like, "I could have totally been that." Right? Remember that <laughs> awesome facial hair? <laughs> Remember all that stuff? You know, the dad's watching you like, "I could pull off a goatee." He's he's a playboy. He he's like a goatee, and he doesn't pull it off. <laughs> he's a billionaire playboy. It's... I think it's definitely if you had a Mar- if you were going to pick a Marvel movie, I think that would definitely be it. Yes. Yeah. It's without it's, it's those movies are the most popular movies in cinema now. Yeah. So 
or, or just comic book movies in general. So it would only it, it's safe to assume that at some point those people watching those movies are dads. Yeah, it will become dad movies, and it will become dad movies. That's my thing with Hot Three Hundred. It's becoming a dad movie. No, you're you're right. That's why I'm not. I'm I'm warm to that idea, Sam. I'm, the I'm the only you. thing though is like. Can a dad movie have a significant source of its revenue be action figures? <laughs> modern dads, yes. Yeah, yeah, modern dads. Yeah. By the action figures, you have the busts and stuff, like, of the characters. Like, you, you can get everything. And then the kids are like, oh, what's that? Oh, don't play with that, son. Just, just, just think about it. We're around that age of new dads. Yeah. I'm like, look at everybody around our age. Like, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Just because you're a father doesn't mean you're a dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, I mean, if you go with another Marvel movie that would be father based, it would be Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because it's literally dealing with father issues. Yeah, but uh, there are other movies. Like no, I movies no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not saying they're, it's the best. But my movie, I went with a. What? A superhero movie before superheroes, or like superhero genre before the superheroes took over. Uh, I'm going with a a western because all dads love westerns. Yeah, the lack of westerns uh, on our list is yeah. So I went with not just a western, but the man himself, which was John Wayne, because he is the the most memorable cowboy. One with probably his best movie, and that would be True Grit. I didn't go Searchers. No, I th- I lo- personally I like True Grit more. Yeah, I would say probably. And True Grit. He basically best. becomes a father figure to was it Maddie? Yeah. Like so, it's like him, and it's like she becomes like a reason to live for him mm. towards the end of that movie. Like it's. It's so hard to put westerns on the dad list. Sean, you like you get like snuck in some Robert Duvall in there, like not like straight up Robert Duvall. Like he just shows up in that those movies. Like my and, last two picks. Yeah, it was. It just shows up in uh, to get, uh, Kill a Mockingbird, and he Ooh, just shows up to Kill a Mockingbird, and he's in True Grit. Yeah, he's the bad guy in True Grit. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Both times five for murder, right? Robert, Robert Robert Duvall was the Ed Harris of his day. Yes. Yeah. Even has the same look. Um. <sighs> all right. So who? Uh, first of all, our previous bet of how many um how many uh Tom Hanks movies was totally shut down by the the new rule of oh, yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I I couldn't go with the post. I was gonna say Bridge of Spies. Yeah, yeah, but that would be three, right? What? Even if you went with those, it would be four. No, the Road to Perdition, Apollo thirteen, Saving Private Ryan. I would have went with Bridge of Spies. Um, wow, yeah, we got rid of those really quick, huh? Sam, did you? Oh yeah, you did. John, you only did one. Chris, you didn't do any Tom Hanks. No. Wow. I feel like it would have been... Saving Private Ryan is too sad for, for me <laughs> to, 
No, it's true. I don't like watching the movie during the weekend because it's like sad in the end, you know? No, I I understand. Um, All right, so who had the best list? You had a good one until the last two, and then you just took a nosedive. Really? In my opinion, yes. You you start your second pick was the quest. I'm not saying mine was the best list. <laughs> you just watch the movie. Just because none of you have seen it. Just watch it. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's on any streaming. Oh, it might be. Let me check and see if it's on a streaming. The quest from nineteen ninety-six. No, it is not on anything streaming, and it sits at a whopping fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Name me a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that's over that. I wonder so if Expendables too. And I say that half jokingly. This is a tough one, man. I don't know. Josh, I mean, no, nobody hits six home runs. That's for sure. What? Nobody hits six home runs. No. I don't know. I, I really. It's, it's tough to. I would maybe if I if you put it put a gun to my head, I'd say probably Sean. Okay. Damn it, Sam. Like, you know, if you didn't, if Sam didn't have 300, it would be <laughs> uh, okay. I would, I would say take out Sam's first overall pick and his last overall pick, and it's pretty good movies. Green, I don't hate Green Book as a last pick. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It's got oh, a lot that... of negative, uh, negative publicity over the past, like, Year. Oh, no, I don't necessarily disagree with the argument that it's just like what uh, milk toast racism that goes on there, and like half the movie is, oh my god, did you know racism's bad? But like that movie, just like all the stuff with him and his family, with Vito Morgison's family, is just such solid dad porn. <laughs> like it's just like every dad I can see watching that be like, hey, that's me. Not even the best uh, dad dad movie that Viggo Mortensen's in. What the road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Eastern Prom- Promises for the other dad uh, subplot. <laughs> Your favorite dad movie? Chinatown. Uh, <laughs> what was Viggo's biggest dad movie? The Lord of the Rings. It probably had been Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that's not really a dad movie. That's an everybody movie. I feel like Lord of the Rings is a good pick for, like, modern-day dad movie. Yeah, Yeah, Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide might be it, but... Oh, no, G.I. Jane. God, of course. Oh, dude, we had... I mean, how many Tony Scott movies did we have? Did we have any? I have no idea. I don't think we had a single one. That's fucking crazy. I should have picked Crimson Tide. Shit! Uh, that's uh, hold on. I need to remember Crimson Tide here. That is the um, Denzel and Gene Hackman submarine, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. There's there's a ton of submarine movies. It's so hard to distinguish between the two of them. Right. Should be a submarine day. You five oh, seven one hunt for Red October. Do you want to do that one? We'll do Crimson that one. Tide. <laughs> do it. We'll do a ten round draft of submarine movies. <laughs> if they're if they're recently, how many are there? Not many. <laughs> uh, run silent, run deep. Das Boot. Um, Titanic, technically. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. <damn. 
Sam, too There's soon. There's a summary. Too soon, Sam. Too soon. Uh, wow. All right. Um, any final thoughts on uh, on our lists? Did we want to talk about or disclose what uh, next week's Con on Classic? I was going to mention that next. I just wanted to make sure we were all wrapped up with that. Yeah, uh, we're wrapped up with the list. Really quick, if uh, if you have any input on your top six uh, dad movie, oh, did one did let me give you the let me just give you the list back real quick. Oh, okay. Okay, so Sean was Road to Perdition, Field of Dreams, Vacation, Master Commander, Far Side of the World, To Kill a Mockingbird, True Grit. So Chris. good until the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris, that's a great dad movie, but okay. It's not, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Um, Chris at Clear and Present Danger, The Quest, Christmas Vacation, Rudy, Lethal Weapon 2, um, Iron Man. I had Apollo 13, The Fugitive, It's a Wonderful Life, Patriot Games, Shawshank Redemption, No Country for Old Men. And Sam had 300, a movie 300. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, Big Fish, Double Identity, The Right Stuff, and Green Book. So, anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm assuming we're all staying by our picks. So, yeah. Yes. If if you have a better list or like come up with a better list than uh, any of us did, I mean, feel free to share it. Uh, let us know if you uh, will mention it on the pod. Uh, if you feel like there's a clear winner of these four, feel free to let us know about that as well. Um, we we would like to hear your input because obviously we're not going to decide who's the best here. Um, so final final little bit is next week as we've been doing well we did last time so once again we're turning to you the people um we need you to decide our next con on classic so we actually once again before the pod we picked four movies we will not tell you whose movies they are so it'll be revealed on the pod on that episode of the pod who picked that movie that ended up winning. But the movies to choose from this week, we have Armageddon, we have Point Break, we have Mortal Kombat, and we have Predator, the original Predator. Uh, so that'll be going up on Facebook as a poll. It ends, you know, it starts Friday, ends on Sunday. Make sure you put your votes in. That would be awesome. Hopefully uh, we get a lot more votes this time. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Vote early, vote often. Vote early, vote often. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy the Labor Day. Yeah. It's going to be a good, uh, good long holiday weekend for everyone. So stay safe. Uh, if, you, uh, if you are traveling, why don't you pop in some of our podcasts? You know, the Conan classics are great standalones, so you can always listen to those. You can find all, all of our podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Send us a message. Uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, let us know how we're doing and what we can do better. And if there's any movies you want us to review, let us know. We will review them, especially now because... Not much out there. Um, until next time, 
Bye.